Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Waking up with Gunner and Cheyenne. Camel Country 107.9. Well, hope you had a great weekend. Welcome to Monday, May 1st. It's going to be May. That's right. <laughs> there it is. It's going to be May. It's already May. Oh, I so. know, but it's still funny. Played it on, played that clip on Friday, and I said I was going to play it all throughout the show because it was the only time that we'd be able to play that clip because today is May first. Yeah, and I played it once. You that played it. it one time. <laughs> well, we can enjoy it today because it is May, and oh, I, I feel thought. like it's gonna be May. <laughs> it's something that is literally so little, but it's amazing. Um, and it's every single year. Yep. And you see the meme of Justin Timberlake and his curly hair. I love it. And uh, blonde curly hair. And uh, it's going to be May. <laughs> Even though he's saying it's going to be me. Doesn't matter. But it's the way he says. Fantastic. May. May. But welcome to May. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff to look forward to this month. Uh, coming up on Saturday. Are you, have you ever been to the royal family? That whole thing? Are you, well, you watch The Crown on Netflix, I watched right? The Crown because I like the historical aspect of it. Um, but I'm not into the royal family. No. Uh, so you will not be watching the coronation of King Charles this Saturday? No, I will be watching the King of Country Music. George right. Strait. <laughs> well, I feel like the coronation of King Charles, we don't have the same time, Cheyenne. So you'd have to get up at like 4 a.m. on a Saturday. Okay, so watch- again, no. no. <laughs> uh, let's see. In sports, the NBA and NHL playoffs happening all month, as we know. Uh, Suns are back at it today after losing over the weekend. Um, and in NHL... Uh, the Kraken, a lot of people are talking about them, the new Seattle NHL team. Up right. There. Uh, they beat the Avalanche. They're moving on. Oh, wow. Kentucky Derby's coming up on Saturday. Carly Pierce singing the national anthem there. She's excited. She's got a big old Kentucky Derby hat. Oh, I bet she does. She, she's going to look stunning. Her outfit and her wardrobe always just are perfect. Uh, in the movie theaters this month, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 coming out on Friday. I'm excited <laughs> for that. I didn't even know until last week that this thing was coming out this week. I love Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Uh, Fast and the Furious, do we need another one? No. Apparently. Uh, oh. Fast X hits theaters on the 19th. 
Disney's live action remake and Little Mermaid arrives on May 26th. So a big month for uh, Disney. That's going right. to that, be good, too. I'm excited to see that as well. Uh, holiday Cinco de Mayo coming up on Friday. Mother's Day on the 14th and Memorial Day coming up on the 29th. Jeez. Star Wars days later on this week. May the 4th be with you. That's on Thursday, in case you're yeah. wondering. Another big uh, <laughs> month for May is just yeah. loaded. Uh, this is a day we can all celebrate. Uh-huh. Uh, National Mimosa Day is coming up on the 16th of May. Shut Might have to do something up. special. <laughs> yes. And the biggest of them all, tomorrow is Cheyenne's birthday. It is. Don't expect much out of me, Cheyenne. I wasn't gonna. <laughs> Honestly, the fact that you even remember and have it in your calendar is really yeah. the gift of, that keeps giving. Is that is that all you need there? That's all I need. Me remembering and having it in my calendar. <laughs> I wish you're my, my wife was that easy going. <laughs> But hey, I hope you had a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening this morning. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so Dolly partnered with the National Anthem this morning. Thanks for having us on. On our way up to High Near 95 today, a little breezy uh, today as well. Here's the morning riddle, Cheyenne. I'm ready. Which English word is the odd one out and why? Okay, I'm going to give you five English words here, okay? <laughs> okay. Stun, ton, evil, letter, mood. Which English word is the odd one out and why? Stun, ton, evil, letter, mood. Got it. I think. You think? Yeah. Okay. Which English word is the odd one out and why? Stun, ton, evil, letter, and mood. If you think you know it, you can text us at 22108. Which one of them English words is the odd one out? Cheyenne thinks she's got it. We'll see. We'll see. Six minutes away. We'll give you the correct answer. Everybody's got a problem, so do Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Congratulations to John Party. Uh, over the weekend, a stagecoach, Alan Jackson, appeared on the big screen with an invite to John Party to be an official member of the Grand Ole Opry. I had not seen that. It's so cool. Yeah, some audio. I'll play that a little bit later on this morning. That's but- cool. I mean, John Party, he's not like an emotionally connected dude when you're talking to him. Yeah. So, you know, he just kind of likes to get out there, sing his songs, do his thing. So, I haven't seen the actual video of his reaction. Can only imagine he was excited. But how did he... Um, Physically come off as yeah. it? Like, did now, he yeah, cry? Did, yeah, did he cry or did he, was he stone-faced like he is? Like, he just does not open up. He just does not have that... Honestly, he probably took a drink out of his red Solo cup, raised it up, and said, right on. (laughs) Right on! (laughs) Like, that sounds like something that John Party would do. (laughs) Uh, We'll play some audio for a little bit later on this morning. Uh, The Morning Riddle. What, which English word is the odd one out and why? Stun, ton, evil, letter, and mood. Which English word is the odd one out and why? Stun, ton, evil, letter, mood. You got a guess, Cheyenne? Yeah, I do. It hasn't changed, so hopefully you don't crush my hopes and dreams. Okay. Uh, looking at the text coming in at 22108. 
Uh, text the 480. Ton. No, it doesn't say why. Okay. Got one out, but ton is incorrect. Okay. Um, I guess you just want to throw one out and you got a one in five shot of ultimately <laughs> getting this. But we're looking for why. Why? Uh, text the 602 ton because it's a unit of measurement. All right, but that's not the correct guess. Okay. Um, letter. Text with the 208 letter because it's more than four letters. All the other ones have four letters. No, ton no, has ton three. No, has three. So that's incorrect. Um, all right, Cheyenne. What do you got? What, which English word is the odd one out and why? Stun, ton, evil, letter, and mood. Um, I also went with ton, but because it's actually an odd number. Amount of letters and the rest of them are even. His letter's got six. Yeah. He's got four. Stun's got four. Uh, that is incorrect, Cheyenne. Dang it. Although. I'm right. <laughs> uh, when you look at it in that regard, yeah. Uh, the odd one out is letter. Uh, it's, the, it's the only word that does not spell another word when it's written backwards. Oh. Stun backwards is nuts. Ton backwards is not. Evil backwards is live. Uh, letter. Yeah. Um, rattle. Rattle. <laughs> <laughs> Mood backwards is doom. So there you go. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense, too. Nobody actually got that correct, you know, with the actual explanation, explanation. as to why. Wow. But uh, I do see some letters in there, but I mean, that's just throwing it out. You had a one to five shot. <laughs> but you didn't say why. It's a, two, <laughs> so, it's a two-part question. Morning, Riddle. Back at it tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. here on Camel Country. Uh, on the way next... I mean, I haven't been in the uh, the dating game for a while, but I would assume dating sucks, right? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there are some students <laughs> that have developed a prototype of a product that might help the dating game. Okay. I mean, I'm open to it. I feel like it's only going to make it worse. <laughs> I will right, tell you about this item and what these uh, students developed coming up next here on Camel Country. From the learning Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. It's Camel Country, Gunner and Cheyenne. Uh, John Party, he was invited to join the Grand Ole Opry over the weekend. Happened during his performance as stagecoach on uh, last Friday. Uh, Alan Jackson appeared on the big screen with the invite. And we were, we had not seen the video yet uh, when we brought this up uh, earlier this hour. And uh, some text started rolling in about his reaction. Because we just assumed that knowing what we know of John Party, we just talked to him at Country Thunder a couple of weeks ago. He's not like a full of emotion. Yeah. Um, and maybe it was just because he was talking to some smucks in Phoenix radio. I mean, it could have been just that, you know? Yeah. But he did show emotion when he was invited to join the Grand Ole Opry. Text of the 480, John Party was crying and he had a bo- and he had a tequila bottle that he was taking shots out oh, of. Oh boy. That, well, that sounds like John. Uh, and here's the audio. It was Guy Fieri who went out there and told John Party that Alan Jackson had a message for him. Okay. And here's the audio from that. Uh, and our good friend, Alan Jackson from Nashville, Tennessee, has a message for you. Take a look. Hey, John, everybody stays, coach. The Grand Ole Opry has always meant a whole lot to me and everybody in country music. And I've been appreciating your music ever since you were touring with me a few years ago. And so I get the honor to invite you in front of all your stagecoach friends out there to be the first native of California to become an official member of the Grand Ole Opry. I have serious chills. Yeah. The first man of, from California. That's cool. That's, California native. Oh, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Uh, John Party uh, up on our platform when we were talking to him at Country Thunder. He got so distracted there, uh, <laughs> by the, the dude on the stage. This is one of my favorite lines from John Party yeah. at Country Thunder. Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> we were having an interview, and then, you know, one of the guys, uh, one of the hosts or something, you know, yeah. went up there and was, like, doing sponsor mentions, and John Party just like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> well, that guy who invited you to Grand Ole Opry there, John Party, was Alan Jackson. Yes. That's cool. Congratulations to John Party. All right, some students have developed a prototype that, prototype that could help dating. we got details coming up next. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. It's Camel Country, Gunner and Cheyenne. Uh, I can only assume dating sucks. I didn't really do it, you know, much 15 years ago. Um, but, you well, know, aren't you lucky? I know. I mean, it, you know, me <laughs> working with so closely with you, Cheyenne, yeah. you know, I live vicariously through you. <laughs> and I know that it sucks yeah, uh, it based does. on talking to you. Yeah. So, um, but apparently, 
some students, you know, had an attempt to try and make dating easier. So they came up with this um, prototype um, of an AI powered glasses that worked like a personal teleprompter. So, like, if you don't know what a teleprompter is, when you're watching the news and the news anchors are looking right at the cameras because they're reading a teleprompter, right? (laughs) So this little digital device is telling them what to say, and they just read it. So this AI, these AI-powered glasses that they came up with has that teleprompter that tells you what to say as is continually listening to your conversation. (laughs) Okay? So let's just assume you're, you know, at some local restaurant sitting across the table from somebody. Yeah. It's a monocle, by the way. So you're going to look like Mr. Peanut. You're lying. (laughs) You're going to look like... (laughs) (laughs) Again... Well, I say good fella. (laughs) (laughs) Again, initial prototype, right? Eventually to probably go to full-on glasses, but they're starting with a monocle. Anyway, so it's a monocle, and it's listening to what is being said, and it's giving, it's feeding you what your response should uh, be in this conversation. Right. And here is some audio of a video they filmed using said monocle. Okay, <laughs> okay. The, I think it's the dude that's wearing the monocle because uh, it's a dude and a, and a chick. Here. Okay. Where's uh, the audio? Oh. Hang on, stand by. Okay. Okay, it's right here. Oh, maybe computer froze up. Wow. Cool. It doesn't want us to play it. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> this would happen. This would happen. This would happen. But this is this is my problem with this is because AI is advancing so fast. What if the AI is funnier than you are? So like you use this like monocle right yeah. on your first device and it's just firing like it's keeping up with conversation. It's great and it's funny. And then you go out on your second date without said monocle, and he's this guy's just like, you were a lot funnier on our first date. It must have had something to do with that monocle. Yeah. That, that would be my, that would be what would what? like terrify me is that I would not be as funny as the AI. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Cheyenne. I feel like the full, the, the point of dating is to find somebody that you want to spend the rest of your life with. Yeah. Right? So if you're presenting yourself in a way that is not you on the first date, you're kind of implying that you're somebody else that you're not. Yes. And so I, I, so I just feel like it defeats the purpose of dating. Yeah. Right? I think the only good thing about this is it would help like somebody like you, for example, who just hates small talk. Oh, yeah. So like trying to continue a conversation is really hard. Maybe I should get this for small talk. Like program it. If and you just walk be around like, an event with Monocle, <laughs> I, I, we're not walking around together. So there will be no Gunner okay. and Cheyenne. It'll just be Gunner and his Monocle. So this is the latest. <laughs> this is the latest thing. It's a Monocle, right? Yeah. I mean, we've seen movies, and you know, some. I guess some people go to the extent of wearing earpieces. You know, I don't know why. You would even go to that extent where you got somebody in a van outside the restaurant <laughs> telling you what to say. That might just be in the movies. But have, you maybe. Seen, like, have you seen The Ugly Truth with Katherine Heigl? No, maybe so that's what I'm she, thinking Yeah, she, so okay. she goes to the ballpark for a first date, and uh, Gerard Butler's in his ear, and he's like, now eat the hot dog slow. <laughs> 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 but she ends up making a complete idiot yeah. of herself, because she's not being who she is. No, I know, right? But it happens to everybody. I mean, I'm sure some people have anxiety when it comes to meeting somebody new, yeah. you know, and not knowing them. Uh, had I seen them in person, you know, I mean, you know how the dating apps are and you, you match with somebody and I'm assuming and you uh, message back and forth and yeah. you meet them for the first time. It's nerve wracking. It's super uh, it nerve wracking. Yeah. So maybe uh, something like this will help ease the nerves a little bit. Um, I'm wondering if anybody's ever done. I mean, obviously the monocle's new. I mean, nobody's going to go out and be like, oh, I've done <laughs> yeah, this. Like, like Google glasses, you know, I mean, those yeah. things were a, a thing a l- not too long ago, but I think they Google, you remember those? No, I think they were like the uh, the the first virtual reality thing. They kind of went away because you could like I don't, I don't remember exactly how they worked, but I mean they. I feel like this monocle thing is like Google glasses, right? Okay, but yeah, with like yeah. one lens. Uh, but I mean, like, have you ever dated with the help of technology? Right? Have you ever gotten like really creative on that first date? Have you put in an earpiece before? Have you I don't know set a twin in your place um, because they were better at con- conversating, you know, and they're better at small talk. Gosh, if that's you, just call us because I got a lot of questions. <laughs> have you ever re- written notes on your hand? You uh, know, how creative have you gotten on a first date? If this is you, text us at 22108. You know, what did you do? How did it go? Did it help break the ice? You know, make you more comfortable? You can text us at 22108. I knew I'd see you around. 
Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, will this idea be gold for these students at Stanford? Or will it be coal and the stupidest idea ever? I think the latter on this one. Some students at Stanford are working on uh, AI-powered glasses that act as a personal teleprompter to help you chit-chat on a date. Uh, they listen to what people say and use chat GPT to come up with things to say back. And then those words appear on these glasses and you can uh, converse with this person on a first date uh, with the uh, with the um, AI helping you through, which I mean, we're already shooting holes through this thing. Um, first of all, by saying glasses, that's misleading. It's a <laughs> monocle. It's a monocle. <laughs> You put it on your eye, and the thing tells you what to say on a first date. I just can't. I mean, besides it being a monocle, you know, you want to be yourself on a first date. I think right. that's probably your what you should strive to do is just be yourself. So if you've got a monocle in that's telling you what to say, that's not you being you. That's the computer telling you what to say. And then, like, you're having a very, like, intelligent conversation. Let's, let's envision this thing's working for a moment. You know, get past the idea that somebody's wearing a monocle in front of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have a lot of questions off the bat. You wouldn't even need the AI. <laughs> and then you're having a great conversation. Then the thing falls out and breaks. And all of a sudden, like, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's all sorts of things that can go wrong with this thing. Yeah. Uh, text from the 602. What the heck? I'm driving. You're talking about a monocle? You trying to wreck me? <laughs> text from the 928. If I sit down for a first date and they have a monocle, I'm out. <laughs> text from the 602. If a guy showed up wearing a monocle, I'm going to think about, I'm going to think I'm on Downton Abbey and we're going to be taking a turn around the park. <laughs> Great responses to that. That's amazing. Um, looking for your stories, though. We're going to get to these stories coming up here in just uh, about 10 minutes or so. Have you ever gotten creative on a first date? Like wearing an earpiece. I think that's kind of, you know, maybe some people's go-to thing. You know, maybe or maybe it's just in the movies. I don't Who know. do you know that's put in an earpiece? I don't know. Maybe, like I said, maybe I'm resorting. My, my memory's foggy sometimes, Cheyenne. Maybe it's a movie that I saw, you know, but Probably. maybe not. Maybe some people have access to an earpiece, you know. Maybe. Maybe you send a twin in your place instead because they're better on first dates. And then they pass the baton to you for date number two and three and forward. You know, have you written notes on your hand? I don't know. What have you done on a first date where you got kind of got creative? You know, you can text us at 2218. We're going to get to your text coming up next. Here on Camel. From the Learn and Road Injury Attorneys Traffic Center, we are seeing the... Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, I'm sure if you're an introvert, socially awkward, you know, that whole thing, uh, dating can be nerve-wracking. Um, so sometimes you got to kind of get creative. So I would assume. Um, and there's uh, some students at Stanford that are working on AI-powered glasses that act like a personal teleprompter to help you chit-chat with that person across the table from you. And listen to what people say. Use ChatGPT to come up with things to say back. So, uh, you know, this could be helpful uh, for uh, first dates. I could see it more useful for job interviews. Somebody texted that in. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Definitely. Like those uh, some of those questions that uh, HR or, you know, the interviewers ask, like, um, why do you want to work for this company? Because I'm broke. No, see, but ChatGPT <laughs> would go through and figure out, like, all the accolades yeah. that the company's gotten and be like, because you guys got an award for community service back in 1989. <laughs> and, and I, I am, just love that. <laughs> and I, yeah. When I heard that, I'm like, I got to work for this company. <laughs> I just think that this is going to make, it's just going to be a fail for first dates. Like, it's going to make you sound funnier than you might yeah. be and smarter than you might be. And then you're just going to look dumb. That's terrible. Text the 602. What happens when both people are wearing monocles? Because it is, an, it's a monocle. It says glasses, you know, on the headline there. But I mean, it's an actual monocle. You yeah. just put it in front of your eye. Uh, and somebody <laughs> texts the 602. What happens if both people are wearing monocles? It's AI dating itself. It is AI dating itself. Like when you put the two Furbies in front of each other, <laughs> just talking to each other. It'd be just like that. Uh, here's this audio when the computer froze up uh -huh. of uh, this being used. The dude is uh, wearing the monocle. And uh, here's their conversation. Hey, Bridget, how's your trip to Argentina? I'd love was, to hear about it. Oh, it was so fun. I had a blast. Because <laughs> that doesn't sound like a computer. Hey, Bridget, how's your trip to Argentina? I'd love was, to hear about it. Oh, it was so fun. I had a blast. We explored around the city and went to museums and did a lot of fun stuff. That sounds amazing. Did you get to try any new foods while you were there? Actually, we didn't really eat well. 
Because that sounds like a legitimate conversation. If you come at me that proper, I will look at you just confused. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Never freeze up. I'd that's love that. to hear about it. That sounds amay, 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 amay. <laughs> Freezes up. Hopefully you're not like Ron Burgundy and just yeah. kind of reading what's in front of you at all oh, times. Oh, man. Use it as like just, uh, you know, a fallback, I guess. You know, if things, just don't use it at all. You forget it. You know, you run out of things to talk about. And maybe a good fallback, right? Hang on. Let me put in my monocle. <laughs> no. I have a better idea. I'm actually, I have this card. I guess you can't call it a game. I, I have this this game called Let's Get Deep. And it's a, basically, it's a box of like icebreaker questions. Yeah. And there's three sets of them. So that's it's icebreaker, deep, and deeper. And I've never actually used it on a date, but I do like sitting down with friends and going yeah. through them because you learn so much but about I mean, people. That, that would make more sense for you yeah. to pull that out of your purse on a date rather than a monocle. Right? <laughs> but that's I, if you pull a monocle out, I'm be- you're gone. Yeah, uh, like planters. Where? But the yeah, Mr. Peanut, <laughs> Mr. Peanut, your dad. You're missing the top hat and the cane, sir. Um, no, but I mean that's getting creative on a first date. Yeah, right. Yeah. So how have you gotten creative on a first date? Uh, you can text us at two two one away. Text coming in uh, at two two one away. Text the five seven five. I met my wife online, and we talked for several months before we met. Uh, before we met in person. However, I set up a small Skype date for us so that we could see each other and watch a show together. I I purposely picked an episode that would make her cry so I could see if she was an ugly crier or not. That was our first date. That's mean. Text of the 63, before my husband and I's first date, I recorded a fake conversation of what I thought the conversation might be on this first date. I did it as a video to see my facial expressions, and I had my gaming headset on and all that. It was so cringy thinking back, but a few years later, we were going through my stuff and found my old computer and decided to see what was on there. The video was still there, and my husband has never laughed so hard, and will still quote some of the stuff I asked in the video. That's just funny. It's kind of like a uh, version of like kissing yourself in the mirror, right? Yeah. Yes. That's remember, exactly what that's. I remember that when I was. Uh, I'm sorry. What? I, I used to kiss myself in the mirror. That was, but that was when I was a lonely uh, teenager, <laughs> older teenager living in my parents' basement, Cheyenne. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, well, because I had to. I, <laughs> you got to see oh, what. You, no, 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 no. You, you got to see what your face looks no, like when you go in for the kiss, no, right? No, you don't. No, you you don't. can't tell me you've never done that before in your life. You knock it off. Everybody's kissed themselves in the mirror this before. This isn't about me right yeah. now. This is about you, sir. How creative have you gotten on a first date? Uh, you can text us at 22108. I Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Ah, uh, dating in the nineties. Back when things were simple, Cheyenne. We can sit down and have a real conversation with somebody without technology interfering. That would be cool. It That's was nice. nice. It was great. I'm sure it was. Yeah, it was fifteen. It was awesome. I was <laughs> five. <laughs> ah. Uh, some students at Stanford are working on AI-powered monocles uh, that act like a personal teleprompter to help you chit-chat while on a date. Uh, they listen to what people say and use chat GPT to come up with things to say back. So uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, I'm being using these for dates. If you're, you know, there's a lot of um, awkward silence. Right. It'll shoot you things to say to kind of create conversation. But I can see this working more so for job interviews. You know, yeah, definitely. You, Once it moves past monocle stage. Yeah. Because I still think if you go to a job interview and you have a, you're wearing a monocle, they're still going to be weirded out by that. <laughs> Text with the 602. If somebody pulls out a monocle, you're going to, you're about to get murdered by Professor Plum in the library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but I don't know. As stupid of an idea as this is, you know, I mean, we've all gotten creative on a first date, yeah. I think, you know, and uh, stories are coming in by text at 22108. Uh, text from the 480. I had a friend who wanted to break the ice with a guy she liked and it totally backfired. He ended up liking me Ooh. even when I was talking about her. Oh. Never again did I do something like that again. Yeah, that's that's risky. But I mean, that's 
That's her being super flirty then on the other side, right? I don't know. I, mean, I don't th- necessarily think so. It doesn't have to be. could just be that she's got a good vibe and you liked her vibe. A friend who wanted me to break the ice with a guy she liked. So somehow she had to coordinate the two of them crossing paths? No, or? I bet that they just kind of all went out to like lunch together. Oh, uh, okay. And conversation just flowed. I uh, texted the 541. I had a friend uh, sitting at a booth at the other end of the restaurant. And if I needed saving, I was supposed to fan myself with a menu. Never had to use the fan. Well, that's good. Uh, but it made me feel better knowing the safety was 20 feet away. Yeah. Some people sharing, uh, you know, how creative they've gotten on a first date. But I have yet to see a monocle uh, being used. <laughs> shame, shame. <laughs> shame, shame. Text to the 360 on my way to work next to a truck. Need to shout out Fair and Square Pool Builds. Their truck logos uh, are a dude wearing a monocle looking right at me. <laughs> the irony there. I was talking about a monocle yeah. and looking over and seeing that monocle That's on the side funny. of the truck. But, uh, all right, a monocle, would you, being that you're kind of, you know, on the single side of things here, Cheyenne, you ever going to throw a monocle in for uh, if you ever get back to dating or no? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> How about earpiece? I'll, I'll be no. in your ear the entire time. D- definitely no. No. <laughs> a- no. Right. You couldn't pay me money to put you in my ear. <laughs> Well, you know, in all honesty, I mean, if you really want to break it down, Cheyenne, Odyssey is paying you money for me to be in your ear right now. You're wearing earbuds or whatever. That's true. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Oh, Jimmy Allen. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. I know we love Jimmy. We love What's your name? What's your drink? Yeah, what's your favorite? Well, uh, last week... Mentioned a story uh, that kind of well became a story of uh, Jimmy Allen separating from his wife Alexis. Yeah. Right, they were uh, married for almost two years, and he announced it on the social media Friday the twenty first. He also revealed in the same message of them separating that uh, she is pregnant with the couple's third child together. Uh, part of the announcement said, "Quote: Lex and I have made the decision to separate." Keep in mind that first statement there. Lex and I have made the decision to separate. We can also share that we'll be welcoming another child later this year. We remain committed to co-parenting with love and respect for one another and request privacy. Oh, I mean, that makes sense. Okay. Sounds sweet. I mean, it sucks to see them, you know, go their separate ways when they have kids together. And a third one, Bruin. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't sound like Jimmy Allen and Alexis, uh, it, it doesn't sound like it was an amicable separation. People magazine is reporting that, uh, Alexis wrote a cryptic message on her Instagram story okay. last Monday. So a week ago today it said, quote, the silence is loud enough for me. And by Tuesday she had unfollowed him on Instagram. Ooh. He's still following her. But it's hard to tell if that means anything. Alexis is pregnant with a couple's third child, as I mentioned. So, The silence is loud enough for me. So is she insinuating that he uh, he kind of made this decision and went forward with it without talking to her? Or what? I mean, what, what would that mean? The silence is uh, The silence is loud enough for me. I think I understand how people are, are thinking that it wasn't the you know a mutual decision because normally when somebody says something like that it's like um well you haven't called me so you point i get the hint i'm taking the Mm. hint you know what i mean maybe it was all through text conversation there's no way if that's (laughs) how it silence then i like them just not talk trying to talk it out or trying to talk through it and trying to fix it and you know the, the 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 sucky thing about stuff like this is number one it's none of our business but number two we don't know what happened behind closed doors. Like, we don't know what the reasoning is for them splitting. Right. So, I don't know. And I want to know because I'm nosy. Well, Cheyenne, maybe you could just ask him in person. Jimmy Allen's going to be in town Saturday, May 20th. So, uh, a few weeks, right? Yes, I'm so excited. All right, so he's going to be at the Oasis Pool at Wild Horse Pass. Um, um, and you can uh, well, buy tickets, right? And go out there and yeah. swim in the pool and enjoy a pool party with Jimmy Allen on the stage. Yeah, it's just literally oh, just going to be a chill party. How cool is that? I mean, that area there is not like the biggest area. No. So if you get tickets into this event, what are they charging? I don't even think it's that much either, right? It's not very much, but the way that they do pool parties out at Wild Horse Pass is like pretty awesome. Like they put pedestals in them because the, their new pool is so big. They have like pedestals in the middle of the pool that you can like sit on. 
It's so cool. Um, and uh, so, yeah, you can get your tickets at uh, playathila.com. And I like the little quote here. It says, the show is hosted by local radio celebrities from KMLE Radio, Gunner and China. <laughs> Well, thanks, Hilo River. Uh, build that one up. Yeah. Let down. <laughs> like, like, oh my gosh, these guys must be big. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> DJ Bayo spinning on the ones and twos, and uh, it'll be a good time out there May 20th. But you can ask Jimmy Allen, maybe. I mean, you guys kind of have like something in common now, right? Yeah. Kind of getting out of relationships. Yeah. I'm going to say, hey, Jimmy, what are you doing tomorrow? Let's go to Disney. We should just go to Disney together. You and him together. It's just at like Disney. both of our happy places. Yeah. What a great place to go when like the world and our lives are just crazy right now. Could you imagine if like he said okay and we he said out. okay and then you guys got married and had kids together. <laughs> I mean that'd be pretty cool, huh? <laughs> I mean, you guys have a bonding moment May twentieth when he's at Gila. <laughs> You're fresh out of relationship. He's fresh out of relationship. Slow you down, guys can, I know. But again, my prediction for 2023 was Cheyenne being married by the end of 2023. <laughs> I didn't say to who. I didn't say to who. But, but I mean, plot twist. I mean, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy and I are pretty close. Like, we have two talks. So it's not happening. Fingers crossed. Come on. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. I love hearing and reading stories of people that uh, kind of in um, in tough situations and pulling through. Um, you know, my daughter with her cancer fight, beating cancer, mm-hmm. coming out on the uh, the other side of that. There's a teen in uh, Texas who uh, was rock climbing and uh, went into a cardiac arrest while rock climbing. He was pronounced dead by doctors after oh, CPR. Didn't work. They they did CPR for two hours. For two for, hours. For two hours. Five minutes after the doctors left, this teen, his name is Sammy, miraculously came back to life while his mother was talking to him and praying. Oh my gosh! Uh, his uh, his mom's name is Jennifer. Here she is. get ready, grab a tissue or something. Oh, why you gotta do this? Uh, <laughs> talking about seeing her son come back after being pronounced dead. All right. Okay, here's. They looked at us and they said, "I'm so sorry that he's gone." I started talking to him, just telling him how much I love him. I'm sorry that we didn't know how to save him. And suddenly, as where I started praying, my husband said, oh, my gosh, he's he's moving. Each and every one of them afterward came to us and said, we've never seen anything like this before, ever. Never have we ever pronounced somebody. And suddenly they came back, you know, five minutes later. Miracles happen, man. Wow. Miracles happen. Chills from head to toe. There's one there. You know, and I mentioned my daughter, man. I remember taking her to the ER. Every scan, everything came back. The the doctors at the ER, it was just so grim. You know, it was it was tough. And and thinking back on those days, you know, it's tough. But I mean, I love stories Mm -hmm. where it's so happy on the on the other side of it. You know, and this kid coming back to life and kind of reminded me of um, growing up. When my, uh, this is probably my brother passed away in 2006, but as a kid, you know, we'd ride our bikes up and down the neighborhood street, mm-hmm. you know, and my brother was always the daredevil guy. So he's the one that put the extra brick on the bike jump. You know, he's that kid. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he did it and he hit it and then he ended up hitting his head. Oh no. And he was, he was knocked out for a couple of minutes, but then kind of came back and he was talking about seeing a light and you know, all this other stuff. Are you serious? So, yeah. My mom, I mean, I was too young. To really understand, I think he was like nine or ten at the time, which would have made me like thirteen. You know, uh-huh. I should have been paying attention in youth group, so I really could have yeah. you know, grasped this. But probably, I'm just one that does not pay attention all that well, um, and, and I'm I'm late when it comes to grasping things. Yeah, like a song will be out for a year before I realize what it's about. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just late when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. Right? So my mom explained it to me that she truly believed that he died and came back, and that terrified me. And, and we wore helmets every single time after right. that. Right. You know? Oh my gosh, that's nutty. But have you ever heard of a story? Um, do you know somebody that has died and come back? I personally you don't. don't. No, I've never had anything like that happen. I think there's like a isn't there like a book of this kid that uh, that died and came back. A whole book. Oh, I'm sure there of is. What he saw on the other side. And yeah. Came back. I'm sure that there is. I know that there are people that have or claim that they have. I don't like whatever your belief is on yeah. it. I personally think that absolutely it's possible. I think that people see things and they're told things and then they come back and, you know. 
What if somebody, uh, would you ever do it, like, voluntarily? No. They're like, we're going to kill, well, you know, just <laughs> for lack of a better term. Yeah, we're going to kill you, <laughs> and then we're going to bring you right back. No, absolutely not. Because there's always a what if, and I don't I, I don't want that what if. I think that if, if if the good Lord has something he needs to tell me, he can come t- tell me in my dream. Like, <laughs> but I, okay. why you got to kill me? See, just to tell me. I feel like that's what happens when they put you under, though. I know you're, like, just asleep or whatever, uh-huh. but I just, you know, I got this mouth surgery coming up at the end of the year, you know, once the braces you're come out. You're overthinking I, it. And I, I just feel like, that, like you said, something could go wrong. Yeah. yeah. You know? But something I mean, could go wrong every day. Like, don't be worried. It's just mouth surgery. You're going to be know, okay, buddy. But it's never 100%. You're so There's good. always that that percentage of either doctor error, yeah, or you know, just the body not handling it. Yeah, no, you know? absolutely That's terrifying. You know, but um, has this ever happened to you though, or maybe somebody you know? Maybe you know, if it was you, that'd be pretty cool to tell the story to us. Yeah, oh yeah, sweet. Uh, you can text us at two two one zero eight. You ever died and come back, or somebody you known? died and come back. Like, what did they say? What did they see? Yeah. All right, you can text us at 22108. We're going to get you a text coming up next here on Camel. Here's CBB. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. There's a lot of stories coming in on uh, people who have died or know somebody close to them that died and came back. Wow, really a lot? There's a kid, yeah, pages of text coming wow. in. Uh, there's a kid in Texas, 16 years old. He was rock climbing. And his heart just stopped. And paramedics did CPR on him for two hours before they finally uh, declared him deceased. But then five minutes later, he came back when his mom was talking to him and praying over him. Wow. Uh, his parents are calling it a miracle, which absolutely, man. For, I mean, first of all, the, not that they'll ever hear this, but shout out to those medics because two hours of CPR is more than exhausting. Well, he used to work for what, AMR? Yeah. Uh, back in the day. So at what point do you just say, you know, call it done? I mean, two hours of CPR, like you said, is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. That's not my call. When would you have stopped it? It's not my call. Uh. It's the doctor's call. You have to work. So you keep doing it until the doctor shows up? Yep. Until we get him to the hospital. Wow. And then the doctor. Well, there are certain cases where a paramedic can call it, um, but I don't know what those circumstances are. Because like I said, it was never my judgment call. Thank God. Because I don't think I would be able to handle that. But, I mean, they don't have, like, any details on what he saw, what he experienced mm-hmm. when he was, you know, gone. I mean, he was gone for, what, two hours, right? Two hours, yeah. They worked CPR, for two hours. What was happening during that two hours? Where was he? What was he experiencing? Hopefully, there's, like, a book or something that comes out about it. Because there's that, that, we were talking about that kid, and, you know, I was looking for the name. The name of the book is Heaven is for Real. Uh, so, I mean, it's got to be a very similar situation, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Absolutely, as much as I would assume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but has this happened to you or somebody you've known? We'd love to hear the story. Text with the 623. In 1985, my dad died on the operating table but was brought back. He was telling stories on how he heard the nurses and doctors talking as they worked on him. And as they worked on him, he could see them as he floated above his body. Stop. Oh, these are going to give me chills. Ooh. Okay. Because I always wonder that, like if you, like if you die, like you know, look at like people say, you know, always watch it over your family. And stuff. Right? Like, are you really floating there over your family? That would I don't that would break my heart. And then that like was currently dead. Yeah, <laughs> like if it was your mom or your dad that passed, and you know you want to have a special time with your wife in your bedroom, like shut the door. Does that yeah. keep them out? I just wondering. I mean, come on, <laughs> he was floating over his body. There's he doesn't mean he can't body. move. He just needs a light breeze and it'll go away. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just wondering. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you would wonder that. <laughs> 100%. You're moaning over my head. Wow, well, that's going to work yeah, out. Yeah, sometimes I just say things without thinking them out. And I'm just moaning over my head if that was one of those things. <laughs> All the things that you just say thoughts sometimes. <laughs> I, I panic with dead air, Cheyenne. I oh, panic. Oh, that's funny. Just kidding. Uh, text the 40. No, I can tell you a story that you wouldn't believe. About 20 years ago, my mom was having her sixth open heart surgery. Ooh. She was in surgery for about two hours. We were all in the waiting room. The whole family was. And the surgeon that's done her operations the last three times came out. You could tell he was fighting with her because he had blood all over him. And he said that they lost her. 
while he was telling us that, uh, he got a call back into the surgery room. An hour later, a nurse came out and said, your mom's still with us, and we're trying to control the bleeding. So my mom made it through after she was pronounced dead, and they came back 10 to 15 minutes later and then lived another six years with us. Wow. That's crazy. Um, text of the 951, my cousin ended up drowning when he was younger and pronounced dead, but came back and now he's in the junior Olympics. What? That's so cool. Good oh. for him. And I mentioned my mouth surgery and being worried about that at the end of the year. Uh-huh. Um, text of the 951, uh, got her, you're, stati- you're statistically more likely to get into a car crash than pass from surgery. That's what I keep trying to tell him, you guys. I keep trying to tell him that. Yeah, but you're th- going to be fine. This one goes the opposite way, Cheyenne. Text of the 602. I was watching Channel 15 <laughs> News this morning about 4 a.m. They were talking about a baby who went in for sleep apnea procedure and didn't live through the test. The doctors messed up the test in some kind of way. Ooh, that's that doesn't, not good. That doesn't help the situation, though, Cheyenne. Those stories. You're going to be. Those horror stories. <sighs> well, you know where I'll be on surgery day in the waiting room. Yeah, you're going to be. <laughs> You're going to give I'll me anxiety. I want everybody there with me. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to pull case. out of this. You're, you're going to be fine. <laughs> you guys, we have to put up with this until December, so sit back and grab some popcorn. <laughs> Jeez. Man, but part of me wants to know what it's like over there, right? Yeah. You know, like, what, what to experience? What do you see? Like, what do you feel? I don't you know, what is that? What is the smell like? Like, I heard, like, these uh, you know, small aircraft, you know, the, uh, the airplanes. Uh-huh. Like, you don't think about it, but when they fly over a garbage dump, they smell the dump when they're up above it. I mean, that makes sense. I never thought about it the other day, you know? Yeah. I just feel it, like that is probably such a special thing that it's probably indescribable. It probably is. Yeah. But I mean, some people lived, but I mean, it could be completely awry. It could have been something else they experienced and yeah. it was not heaven or whatever, you know? It's a very good point. Yeah. Hopefully, know, we never but, have to find out. Yeah, hopefully. Other than well, at some December. point, I want to go through the pearly gates, you know, at some yeah, point. Yeah, at some point. You know? Hopefully. They're you like, got a nope. story. You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. George Strait's going to be in town on Saturday. Your shot to win tickets. Uh, we've got all those details. How you can win tickets. And it's not just tickets. we got a whole package for you. So I'll tell you about that coming up around uh, nine nine oh five or so. Uh, but I want to get some of these texts coming in, Cheyenne. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been talking about the sixteen-year-old in Texas that was rock climbing, uh, and he went to cardiac arrest. His heart just stopped. Paramedics showed up. They did CPR for two hours before only before they finally said, you know, he's he's passed away. Right. Uh, that his mom is just talking to his body, praying over him. Five minutes later, he came back. His parents are calling it a miracle. I don't know what else you would call that. I mean, there is nothing yeah. else to call that. There's no other word than uh, miracle there. Luck? No. No. It's a miracle. <laughs> no, that is a miracle. Yeah, who's going to call that luck? I don't know. I was thinking, I'm trying to think of something else. Yeah. Some other descriptive word for yeah. it. Yeah. No. More than a miracle, man. Uh, but uh, have you ever died and come back or know somebody that died and come back? You know, and as I'm looking at some of these texts coming in, there's all a very common thread, and that is seeing a light, uh-huh. right? Seeing some sort of a bright light. You know, because I mean, I think never in my life would I say, okay, go ahead and kill me, but, you know, bring me back. Yeah. I mean, who's that? Who's that? I say that because I mean, there's things that can go wrong. Absolutely. Right. Nothing is perfect in life. Which, by the way, there's a movie called Flatliner. Uh, My wife texted me. Um, (laughs) Good morning, Emily. Yeah, she's listening this morning. How about that? (laughs) What a great wife. Uh, The movie Flatliners. They uh, kill them and bring them back. So and that was a question I had for you. Like if somebody said, hey, Cheyenne, we're going to kill you. And promise we'll bring you back. We just want to know what you're going to see once you're dead. No. Yeah. Why? Who Absolutely say, not. Let's do it. I don't think you, I truly don't think you can pay me enough money because there is no amount of money in the world that can save me if they mess up. Yeah. If something happens, I'm not risking <laughs> yeah. that. No. God, man. But I would love to know just like, what do you see? What do you feel? What do you smell? What do you hear? Uh, I mean, like I said, common thread, man. It was like, uh, there's a light, right? Um, let's see this one. Text the 623. 
Uh, around the end of February this year, I was getting a tattoo, and for some reason, my heart stopped. What? I stopped breathing. I was unresponsive for almost four minutes. I had an out-of-body experience. I watched my wife and my buddy that was the tattoo artist resuscitate my body from looking down from the roof line to the ceiling. Now, that was con- there was a couple of other ones like that, oh, right? I have chills so bad. That person that was in for surgery, yeah. right, died, and that was watching the doctors resuscitate them yeah. from above the body? Oh, what did that feel like? Like I would, that's what I like. What was it like watching that happen? Being weightless, like yeah, like you think like these uh, astronauts, right? (laughs) But up there in zero gravity and just kind of floating. Was that? Yeah. Was it like that or like and emotionally? Like how did that feel? How does it feel now? I have so many questions. All of these just kind of allow for plenty of questions. (gasps) Text the four eight zero. I got stung on the wrist from a bee when I was a kid and I died. It was uh. And then I was brought back to life. And I, I did follow up with this one. I haven't seen a response text, though. I was okay. just wondering what they felt, heard, smelled. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, they said as a kid, so maybe they don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I shared the story earlier. My brother wasn't wearing a helmet. Uh, this is uh, when we were, like, really young kids, like 9 and 13 or something like that. My brother was 9, not wearing a helmet. Yeah. He did the extra big bike jump, and he hit his head, and he was gone for a couple of minutes. But he described a light when he came back. That's just crazy to me. And same thing with that uh, book, Heaven is for Real. Uh-huh. That, that, you know, kids talking about a light. Text with 801, my friend got stuck doing un, uh, got stuck doing underwater cave diving and he died. Uh, her grandpa, she never met, who she never met, saw him in the light and said it was not her time. She came back after other divers were working on her for oh, a while. Oh, I love that. Her grandpa that she never met. And again, like, yeah, thing. it's like, it's not your time. Go Te- home. Text of the 602. My brother, uh, my brother-in-law, Kenny, died four times at a motorcycle accident. He stated that the experience was undescribable. Wow. Yeah, I can only um, imagine that. Text of the 480. I was diagnosed with stage four leukemia. I had a tumor the size of a tennis ball in my heart. I fell asleep one night. Uh, uh, this was a weekend of my admission. And I thought I was having a dream of me walking down a hallway where one side was a very bright white light and the other side was almost like TV static. I could see I could see a light at the very end of the hallway that looked like it was forever away. I then heard a voice tell me I wasn't supposed to be there. I woke up shortly to all the nurses in my room. They were alerted by my heart monitor beeping that I had flatlined. Oh, my god! So gosh. she did really die. That is crazy. Like, it's giving me, like, heart palpitations. Like, it's giving me anxiety just thinking about it. But all these people kind of came back. I mean, they have, like, similar stories, right? Yeah. Floating above your body. Text of the 480. You got to keep the ceiling fan on in the bedroom to keep those floating ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Because I had mentioned, you know, I mean, if they're... Floating around watching after you, you know? You just need a light wind. It's fine. Yeah, when you want some uh, sexy time, you know, just turn the ceiling fan on. (laughs) Get them out of there. Bye, Dad! (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 